It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. The Oklahoma City Thunder fall in their second summer league game, but a lot to look forward to regarding some of these rookies. What can we take away from their 80 to 65 loss at the hands of the Pelicans? JRE, Trey Mann, Aaron Wiggins all stepped up in this game, making their key class look interesting. We'll talk about that and so much more on today's Lockdown Thunder on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team's Every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at LOTHunderPod. Email the show, LOTHunderPod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. And email the show, LOTHunderPod at gmail.com. There's always a way for you to get connected with the show. Also go check out thundersintentions.com as well. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. More on that later on. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. On today's show, we're going to get into game number two of the Thunder Summer League. Yes, the Summer League in which we all love to overreact to, and we talked about that a bit on yesterday's podcast about how the Rockets... And their summer league has changed the narrative a bit around the Thunder and around the Rockets organizations. But the Thunder got their second chance on the floor. And again, they did not have Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, of course, being the sixth overall pick in this year's draft, he got hurt minutes into his debut in the summer league on Sunday, hurt his ankle, and he's day-to-day, was out against New Orleans. We'll see if he'll play later on this week with that ankle injury. He was pleading to play today. He wanted to play today. The Thunder held him out. We'll see if they put him in the game later on this weekend. Besides that, though, the Thunder had their squad, and they had their first-round pick in Trey Mann. They had Jeremiah Robinson Earl, their second-round selection, and, of course, Aaron Wiggins, the 55th overall selection, as well as a few other interesting pieces, Josh Hall, Jalen Horde, Charlie Brown. Uh, so when you look at this game, the Thunder lost 80 
to 65. And you go look at the game chart and you can easily see why they once got down by 18 points. They missed a ton of shots. They only shot 24% from the, from the three point land, 33% only from the field. Not a good game for the Thunder, only 50% of the line as well. They just didn't do anything right offensively in terms of having their shots fall. Points in the paint, New Orleans dominated 40 points in the paint for New Orleans, only 28 for Oklahoma City. That goes back to the new strategy of having all small ball of the tallest player in this roster being 6'9". That's going to happen. Whenever your tallest player is 6'9", you're going to get dominated down low, and that is how the, the Pelicans were able to score 40 points down low and bump their field goal percentage up to 47.8%. The Thunder also got rebound and also lost the fast break battle 20 to 11. Whenever you go small, the hope is at least that you can get out and run in transition. And yet again, the Thunder lose that fast break battle. The most encouraging note long-term for the Thunder is Trey Mann. While he only shot 26% from the floor and he went 0 for 3 from beyond the arc, he went 4 for 4 at the line, grabbed 6 rebounds, that is frame, dished out seven assists, got a steal, got a block, and only had two turnovers on his way to, on his way to 12 points. Really good game for Trey Mann. While his shots did not fall at the clip you want them to, 26% from the floor is nothing to write home about. Obviously, it's actually a pretty bad mark. 0 for 2 from 3. The separation he created for himself, the ability to create open looks, that's what you want to see. That's the process you want Trey Mann, a young player, going through. The results are going to come off of that process. You can think back to, for example, that summer league in which Terrence Ferguson was asked to handle the ball more and try to create for himself more, and he just couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He could not create a single thing for himself. He looked lost even in summer league, and that you know, started the demise of Terrence Ferguson. Whenever you can't dominate summer league, or at least, at least have the right process in summer league, not even the box score, not even the stats, but the right process. And Trey Mann has the right process. Played in 30 minutes in this game, a team high. But his ability to create that separation and get good looks is what has me at ease with Trey Mann's ability to play at this level. Watching his game, you have to know that those shots are eventually going to fall. He is a lethal shooter. Getting separation is the biggest kind of stepping stone for him at this level in the NBA. And it'll continue to be such as his career progresses. Dale Maldon also has a rough game shooting two for 11, 18%, one for seven from beyond the arc, 14%, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, five turnovers. Not a good game from Dale Maldon and not what you want to see at all from a guy who you're hoping to build their confidence in this setting. There's no other reason for Dale to be playing in this Vegas summer league. There's just no other reason besides being a confidence gainer for Maldon, and he has no opportunity here, right? Because he's already played a team high minutes last year at the NBA level. He's already gotten experience in that way. He'll continue to be in that rotation, continue to be in that system this year in the NBA. The only benefit for Teo is, is playing against competition who's at his age level, at his skill level, who you hope that he'll get the upper hand against and be able to carry that momentum into late September, into training camp, into preseason. And so far... He had a good game last game, besides this, you know, despite the shooting percentages. This game, he doesn't do enough outside of scoring, only five points on 18%. He 
He does not have enough assists, rebounds, and has five turnovers. So this game is not the game, as he's a minus 27, that you're going to want to you know, keep on film, so to say, to, to keep his spirits up. So you can say he took a step backwards in this one. And so his inability to kind of get anything going was a bit discouraging in this game, but it is just summer league and it does not really matter. There were also some encouraging things. And to put into context of how random summer league is, Oscar De La Silva had 11 points on 80% from the floor, two for two from beyond the arc, and five rebounds and a block in 14 minutes. He did all of that in 14 minutes. Summer league's random. It's wacky. Random players go off all the time. Even Trey Young, during his limited summer league action, he did not perform at the level uh, that you would have expected Trey Young to perform at. So, like this, this setting is a bit strange, and it is closer to that college style of lacking spacing. Uh, and then, of course, you're going to upgrade these teammates as the season progresses, as you get to play with NBA caliber players, which you're not always doing at the G League level. Ryan Woolridge. In his 16 minutes, he's not a quality NBA player. Rob Edwards, last game played a lot. This game plays four minutes. He's not an NBA caliber player. Charlie Brown Jr. played 21 minutes. He's not an NBA quality player. Oscar De La Silva played 15, played 14 minutes, not an NBA caliber of player. So this game is going to kind of trend more towards the, the bad version of college that we've discussed before and how that can limit players' progression and limit their ability. However... I still understand the frustration for Thunder fans whenever you see kind of everyone else's rookies having a great time in Summer League and looking as though they're faces of the franchise and looking as though they found steals in the draft and having all this built-up anticipation. And after a year, you know, a half a year of, of losing and bad lottery luck, you're looking around holding the bag a bit. And a lot of that's due to youth and a lot due to, of course, Josh Giddey's injury. Who knows what Josh Giddey could be doing right now if he was able to get on the floor. And so we'll talk about kind of the lone bright spot in this game, and that was Aaron Wiggins, who played really well and continues his dominance across the NBA Summer League after a really good Sunday game against the Detroit Pistons. He tops that in this game in 22 minutes for the Oklahoma City Thunder. This loss, of course, takes the Thunder out of contention for the title because I'm sure there'll be at least two teams who finish with a better record then the Thunder probably might even finish undefeated at this rate in Summer League, but they'll, of course, still have that extra game to be played as the seedings will still determine the matchup. You just won't really advance at all. You'll just play that one additional game. Coming up, let's discuss Aaron Wiggins and what's left of this Summer League. But first, I want to say right now, our good friends over at Sweatblock. They are our good friends, and trust me, I love Sweatblock. Doctor created, doctor recommended is sweat block. It works for seven days per use. Dry shirt guaranteed. If sweat block does not keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray show by firefighters. Best seller on Amazon for the past 10 years, over 13,000 reviews. Manufactured in the USA. Wear what you want to wear, folks. No longer should you worry about sweat stains and, and being wet with your lightly colored shirts. That goes away with our good friends Sweatblock. It's your little secret confidence boost. Because trust me, as somebody who sweats and abnormally I'm out, nothing shoots down your confidence like trying to sneak. You've all been there. You've all been there. You try to sneak that, that wiping of the sweat away when nobody's looking. 
you're looking for the best way to do it. Should you use your hand? Do you use your shirt? What are you trying to use to sweat to wipe that sweat? Do you carry around a towel? You don't know what to do. And now you know what to do. You know to go get sweat block. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag, whether it's a big presentation or a hot date or anything in between. Everyone can benefit from sweat block. I love using Sweatbox because I sweat in any situation. I'm a nervous sweater, and for somebody with high-functioning anxiety that gets nervous all the time, that means I'm sweating all the time, folks. It means even in the wintertime, I'm sweating. Let's get real personal here. I sweat in the wintertime, and I can stop that with our good friends, Sweatblock. It's stronger and more effective, and it keeps me dry. And again, you're going to get a money-back guarantee if it doesn't keep you dry. So get it today with a 20% off code locked on. Our code gets you 20% off at sweatblock.com or at Amazon and CVS. Go there and you have a fully money back guarantee if it does not keep you dry. It is by far one of my favorite products because I need it in every professional situation. No longer do I have to sneak away and try to figure out a way to get this sweat out of here. Because you know what happens when you're trying to sneak wipe the sweat? More sweat comes because you're nervously anticipating how to get the sweat off there. It's a disaster. No more with sweat block. RockAuto.com is also sponsoring today's podcast. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You could have been going to RockAuto.com and finding all the parts your car will ever need. That was the best time to do it. The second best time is right now, though, folks, because right now their website is incredible. I love rockauto.com because I know nothing about cars, and that sounds crazy. Why do I love rockauto.com if I know nothing about cars? I'll tell you why. Their website. Check it out right now by going to rockauto.com, and you'll see what I mean. Because I know nothing, I can comfortably and confidently go to rockauto.com and put my make, my model, my year, and I trust and know that they're only going to show me car parts with my vehicle that's compatible with my vehicle and at the best price. I know I am not going to get toyed with. I know I will not be taken advantage of the way I would be if I go to a dealership or a brick and mortar store. Go to rockauto.com and find all the parts your car will ever need. Amazing selection reliably low prices on the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. When you go there, tell them Lockdown sent you. In the how did you hear about us box, and they'll know what to do from there. Rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices on the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. All right, here's the big story. Probably should love the big story. That's on me. Bad formulation by me. I'll do better next time. Big story is Aaron Wiggins. Aaron Wiggins logs 22 minutes, almost 23, 22.58 on the official minute log. Goes 17 for 16 from the floor, 1 for 7 from beyond the arc, 1 for 2 at the line, 16 points, 2 assists, 5 rebounds. He gets 2 steals and a block as well on that defensive end. Just 1 foul defensively, even as he's undersized a lot of the time. Really like what we saw from Aaron Wiggins here. And Aaron Wiggins looks to have the NBA stuff. The problem is, and the frustration for most people is, after that season, where you pull out all the stops to try to tank at the end of the year, 
after that lottery in that draft class, right now, the biggest piece of satisfaction, the biggest achievement so far, the biggest success story from this draft class so far has been Aaron Wiggins, the 55th overall pick, who looks very good. As I said on Sunday's podcast, you know, if I had to bet money right now, I would bet that Aaron Wiggins is going to continue the streak and will be converted to a two-way contract to an NBA deal at some point this year and will be a player who Mark falls in love with. If there's such a thing as the record for the most minutes played as a two-way player, Wiggins might break that because he's going to be the darling of Mark's eyes and be just kind of shoehorned in to that rotation a ton. Wiggins is a good ball player. And to have all these things cast on him already on August 11th, after being the 55th overall pick and signing a two-way deal, that's already laying the foundation for a great career for his circumstances. Because if you're the 55th overall pick and you become somebody's 10th, 9th, 8th man, you've done a heck of a job. You've done a heck of a job to stay in this league. And the Thunder have found incredible value to get their 8th, 9th, 10th man in the NBA with the 55th overall pick. The problem is, that's kind of the ceiling of Aaron Wiggins. I know that we want to be hyperbolic and overreact a bit, but being honest with you, being genuine, while I think Wiggins is a good ball player, while I think that it was a good draft pick, while I think that he'll be converted to an NBA contract, he's also only going to be the 8th, ninth, 10th best player. So while everybody else is getting excited about future starters and faces of the franchise and all-stars, we're sitting here after that season talking about the 8th man, the 10th man, the 6th man in Tail Maldon, the 10th man in Aaron Wiggins, the 7th man in, in, in Jeremiah Robinson Earl. And a lot of that's due to Josh Giddey's injury. I'm not by any means out on Josh Giddey. I'm just depicting that if you are somebody who's frustrated by What's happening right now, I get it. It's much easier to see the vision in Houston. It's much easier to see the vision in Cleveland, in Detroit, than it is in Oklahoma City right now. I'd also encourage you to say, take a breath, take a step backwards, wait for October. Because in October, you're going to surround these 8, 9, 10th man on the roster guys with Shea, with Dort, with whatever leap that Poku can make, with whatever Darius Baisley can can become, and with a heck of a head coach in Mark. As I mentioned yesterday, all that Summer League has done to me is reaffirm what we already knew. On draft night, I said, this will not be a microwave success story. This will not be something that you can get instant gratification from. And so far we haven't, the way that Houston has. But the goal is, while they're having their microwave success, you're cooking up a gourmet meal that at the end of the day will surpass that. You'll have Josh Giddy in three years make a leap. You'll have Poku in two years make a leap. You'll have Trey Mann in a couple of years make a leap. And maybe they won't. In fact, the cold reality is, it's likely that only one of those guys takes a step. 
in the sense of a step towards being an all-star level player. Because no matter how good your culture is, no matter how good your coaching staff is, no matter how good your GM is, success and development is not linear and a lot of it is randomized. People like to cherry pick the kind of failures for the Thunder, but even look back at Mitch McGarry, who had the red flags coming into the NBA, should have seen those red flags and not drafted them, but he could have been a heck of a ball player if he didn't have off-the-court issues. So even that can derail development. Terrence Ferguson had off-the-court issues. Even that can derail development. And even if you get a guy who's working 110%, giving all he has to your organization, and your coaches are investing all they have into that player, sometimes it's just not meant to be. So the, the cold reality is maybe maybe one player of this of this smorgasbord of athletes, of Poku, of Giddy, of Mann, of Teo, of Baisley, one of them might become an all-star. And so that's where you're seeing some of the frustration grow from Thunder fans. It's not an isolated, oh, Shingun's playing very well. It's a bigger disagreement than that. And we'll talk about that disagreement on the other side. But first, I want to tell you right now, about our good friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball's in full swing. You can bet on all of the MLB action right now, even bet on the MLB postseason once it gets started. But also... You can bet on NBA Summer League. You can bet on the NBA Rookie of the Year. You can bet on the NFL preseason, which happens tonight. You can bet on the NFL regular season. You can even bet on future NFL bets, such as will the Chiefs win 14 games, 12 games? How many games are they going to win? Will any team, how much were they going to win? Win totals, prop bets, all that fun stuff. Anything that you can imagine, they have it, including Rookie of the Year odds, where Josh Giddy is sixth best odds to take home Rookie of the year. So if you want to giddy up, go to betonline.ag, use our code locked on that gets you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and put some money down on Josh Giddy winning rookie of the year. But online, your online sportbook experts has you covered for all you need to know around the world of sports with news, with contests, with sign up bonuses, and so much more at betonline. So no longer sit on the sidelines, get into the game. Right now at betonline.ag, promo code locked on, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ron Styles. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. So while Aaron Wiggins looks good, and I do believe that he'll translate to the NBA, 
I do believe that he'll be a bench contributor. I do believe that he'll be an, an NBA player long-term in this league. Going back to what we saw from him in college, and now we've seen from him at the summer league level. The disagreement that you're going to see on Twitter and social media and the frustration you're going to see on Twitter and social media is that, yes, JRE, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, looks like a solid contributor. Yes, Aaron Wiggins looks like a solid contributor. Yes, Tail Maldon looks like a solid contributor. But this team is not in a stage where they need solid contributors. They need guys who can be NBA All-Stars. They need guys who can help Shea reach that mountaintop. They need players who can at least have a chance of being an All-Star. And you look at players drafted past 16, which is then traded away. I think that there's a chance that Jalen Johnson becomes a star. I think that there's a chance Keon Johnson becomes an all-star. There's a chance that Cam Thomas's bucket getting ability can make him become a star. And you look in the second round, you trade up two spots for JRE, who's going to be a nice NBA contributor and going to be a very good high-end bench piece for you. But Isaiah Todd could be a high-level starter for you. And he was picked one spot above JRE. And then going on down the list, Jared Butler falls to the second round, and he had that starter potential. Sharif Cooper flashed that starter potential. And so it's nice to get very good bench pieces, which Wiggins will be and Robinson Earl will be. But you only took two swings. You, you went into the draft with six picks in a very deep and loaded draft class, and you only took two swings. Josh Giddy could be an all-star. Josh Giddy could be more than an all-star. And if everything goes perfectly with Trey Mann's development, with his, with his kind of bag of tricks that he can pull out and create separation for himself and create highlights for himself and um, you know, knock down three-point shots, if everything went right for Trey Mann, he could be an all-star as well, even though we're not seeing him dominate quite yet in the summer league level. But you walked in with three, you know, with three first-round picks and three second-round picks, and you come away with two safe role players and one really big upside swing and another one where you have to really look at it and talk yourself into uh, Trey Mann being that upside swing because on his draft profile, I said, look, he's probably going to be a nice sixth man. There's too many players on this roster right now that you look at and say, hey, nice sixth man. And again, I do believe in Trey Mann's upside to hopefully be more than that and, and bank on him being that score who can get you those buckets and in turn gets public publicity and in turn gets all-star votes and in turn becomes an all-star. And I believe in Josh Giddy a ton because if it's so what, what he can do and how he can fit with the thunder and how much he kind of fits the new thunder mold. And so at least the thunder have a vision, but you're going to see the frustration grow with his fan base because their vision is that of three, four years and people are impatient. As I said yesterday, Sit back, relax, let's see what happens. It's not fun, it's not exciting, but you can either spend this time dreading the plan that might not work or embracing the plan that might not work. Because whenever it doesn't work or if it doesn't work, you're going to be just as upset. I get the frustration, I do. I see both sides of it. I see the side of, hey, you know what? 
they're building a nice, complete team. They took their chance with Josh Giddy. They're hoping they're right on Josh Giddy. And if they are right in Josh Giddy, well, then all of a sudden you have an all-star. You have Dort. You have Shea, who's a superstar at that point. You have Poku, who's whatever he's going to become. You have Baisley as a nice piece. And then you have a bunch of high-qualified role players while having a bajillion first-round pick steal that you can cash in for a proven NBA superstar, all-star level of player. But I can also see where, again, you walk in with six chances and you come away with two guys who you think are going to be bench players and two guys who have some potential past that. Of the six selections you walked into this deep and loaded draft class with, you walk out of it with two players who have higher than a bench player upside. And might even be, if, you're, if you want to get really technical and harsh about it, might even have walked away with just one and a half players who have higher than a bench player upside. So if you're confused on the frustration by Thunder fans, there it is for you. And you can listen to my podcast yesterday, my podcast about this draft class you know, last week, my podcast right after the draft to hear my thoughts on this argument. But that there is the kind of other side of my argument that I make. As, as a solo host, I try to bring you both sides where you can hear everything. There it is. That's what people are saying right now as we get to see these other rookies kind of show that those flashes and highlights and potential. It still jumps just summer league. Let's see where these guys go from here. Tomorrow is a very fun Friday pod. So make sure you tune in for that. Follow along anywhere. You get your podcast from, tell your friends, tell your family to listen to locked on thunder until then be good and be good to one another. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.